What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. And today I have with me a very special guest in studio from overseas. But first, of course, we do have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. So let's uh, check out our quotes right away. So first, from the universe. Picture, if you will, the disciplinarian who micromanages every step in their very careful dance with life, and then picture the hooligan whose only disciplines are daydreaming and showing up. Now, whom do you think is most likely to be heard woohooing from the top of their lungs as they cruise along Rodeo Drive or some winding mountain top road, top down, shades up? Singing, I did it my way. Woohoo, the universe. <laughs> ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Um, reminding us that, uh, you know, uh, if we want to have fun in life, if we want to enjoy ourselves, if we want to lift up our spirits and, 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 and just, you know, be playful and have fun with the people we're with, you know, it's time to like throw caution to the wind sometimes. 
um, and and uh, uh, drive around with the top down in our nice uh, convertible um, or whatever the equivalent of that is for you. Uh, because it's not always like this one thing, but it's really about what does it take to lighten us up, to have some fun, to, to you know, just just uh just be free spirited and 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 shout at the top of our lungs and and sing off tune as you hear people as you see people cringe around you um because after all what is life for except to enjoy you, you know i i met a friend over the weekend who um is a dear friend i've known him for a long time he's an architect and he works like all the time and he was telling me he has like over a hundred uh hours or over a hundred days of vacation time saved up because he hasn't taken vacation in a couple of years and i'm like what is the point of working if you're not going to take your vacation right it's like (laughs) you, you know we work and work and work and then what we work and work and work I mean, yeah, we, we need to work to pay our bills, to support ourselves, to have the lifestyle we want, but we do it so we can enjoy life. And the more we just ignore ourselves and ignore our own needs, we're really ignoring life. So I think uh, the universe is telling us it's time to uh, uh, not uh, be so, so strict with ourselves and to, you know, let our hair uh, flow freely in the wind every now and then. All right. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. You are the owner of all that you perceive, but you can't perceive apart from your vibration. Feel your way little by little into a greater sense of abundance by looking for treasures that the universe is offering you on a day-to-day basis. Abraham. Ah, another one of those wonderful quotes from Abraham. Really, I, I think we keep getting quotes like this to just remind us and to help us to really get this lesson that if there is anything in our world, it is because of the energy that we carry with us. And that energy can be a very complicated energy. It can be uh, joyful. It can be sad. It can be uh, angry. It can be jealous. It can be at war with ourselves or with others internally, even if we don't act it out. So if we're seeing things around us, um, and you guys know I've told the story of, you know, when I got the tooth pulled and then that day I was on the subway and I saw people fighting and I was like, okay, there it is. There it is. I had violence done to me today. My body feels the violence. I have that vibration. And there is violence now right in front of me um, on the subway, which I hardly ever see. I mean, ever. This was like the worst fight ever. So... Again, it's reminding us that if we want to step into a greater sense of joy, abundance, happiness, if we look for the little things in life, uh, some pretty flowers as we walk down the street, a beautiful house, uh, uh, somebody, a stranger smiles at us, wh- whatever it happens to be, you know, look 
I mean, purposefully look for those things that light us up, that make us feel good, that help us to feel a little bit better about the day, the sunshine, you know, go hug a tree, whatever it is for you. I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, but those little things on a day-to-day basis, the more we look for them and the more we, 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 we soak those things for all that they're worth, um, the more that supports our energy to shifting and moving in that direction that we want to be, that joyful, energetic, playful, happy you know, energy that we want to carry with us all the time. You know, we, we don't just jump there all of a sudden. We're not just one day depressed and the next day we're elated. Well, unless we're bipolar or manic or something. But normally, it's, it's a little step-by-step process. We, we inch our way from one to the other. And that's also true in the reverse. Like if we're happy and joyful, but we keep bringing and observing into our life um, things that are not pleasant, it will bring down our energy. It will, over time, make us feel not so good. So that is why, I mean, personally, I'm on a diet from the news. You know, the news just does not support me, doesn't serve me, doesn't make me feel good. I I, I do catch the headlines. I do take it in very small drips so I know what's going on. And, you know, I always figure if there's something really important happening, one of my friends is going to tell me about it, which always happens. So... Even that, it's like anything we do on a consistent basis, it feeds our consciousness, it feeds our unconscious, and our subconscious, and it will move us in one direction or the other. So we really get to choose and decide what it is that we focus on, what it is that we're deciding to let into our life, and which direction we want to move. Now, look, again, I'm not saying that it's like if, if we just went through some big trauma that we're going to be all happy and dancing the next day, but we can lean in that direction. We lean in the direction of relief. We re- lean in the direction of something that just makes us feel good. Maybe it's going out with an old friend we haven't seen for a while, like I did this weekend with my friend, uh, or maybe it's getting out of town, or maybe, I don't know, whatever it is for you, going to a movie, a gallery, a museum, whatever it is, just lean in that direction, and, and that act of focusing in that way will help to shift and change us and, and allow us to have more in our life of what it is that we're really looking to create. A wonderful quote from the universe and from Abraham. And I think rather apropos for who we uh, have with us today. And it is my pleasure to welcome to the studio Abby Wynn, who is a shamanic psychotherapist working in private practice in Ireland. And we happen to catch her here in New York City <laughs> while she's visiting um, for, for nearly 10 years. She is a leading light in the field of shamanism, psychotherapy, and energy healing with clients literally all over the world. Abby is also a best-selling author for Hay House and Gill Books. And her new work called Heal Your Inner Wounds uh, will be published next year in April 2019 by Luen Worldwide. By the way, you know, I have a contact at Luen and they send me authors every now and then. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Um, so, uh, and I, 
very happy that you took time out of your your trip here in New York to come uh, with us to play on the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Abby. Thank you so much. Is this okay? Can you hear me properly? Yeah, I'm not so good with microphones. No problem, no problem. (laughs) But I do want you to kind of scooch a little bit closer so on the Facebook Live they can see you just a little bit more. So how's this? This is good and you can hear me okay? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's great to be here. It's it's, uh, wonderful to... To come out, I'm, I'm doing an event later today and it's nice to have something in the morning and then I can kind of worry about the event in the <laughs> afternoon. But like you were saying, your quotes are very apt for how I live and how I work. And so I choose not to worry about stuff and to occupy my time or to, to spend that time connecting in, meditating, anchoring. Because what, what you were m- talking there about traumas and things and trying really hard to see positive and to keep it light. But I find that if you're not feeling safe, yeah. it's really hard to do that. Yes, absolutely. Be- being safe is, is very key. So yeah, so feel safe first and then you get to choose yeah. what you want to do. Right, right, <laughs> right. So uh, I do want to talk a little bit about your background first, because I don't think I've had and it's funny because I just scheduled another one, but I never had a shamanic psychotherapist on my show before. Though I've talked, I've had lots of shamans and talking about shamanism on the show. I've had therapists on the show. I've had energy healers on the show. But I don't think I've gotten them all in one package before. Uh, yeah, I had to figure it out because I feel I can't do these practices separately uh. from each other. Basically, because human beings are not just one or the other. You're not just your mind. You're not just your spirit. And so I find that you can actually weave it all together. And it's incredibly transformational and powerful Mm -hmm. when you do that. So So, let me ask you, was the sort of the first thing was that you decided to be a therapist or were you already playing in the worlds of energy and shamanism? I guess I was kind of born with um, an innate sense of magic. Mm hmm. And um, I'm not sure. I mean, we live in a very mind-centered culture and I'm from Ireland. And so (laughs) it's it's, again, it's very mind-centered and and the spirituality is very much connected in Ireland with religion. And so I had to go through a learning process where you could learn that spirituality and religion. It's beautiful when it works, but they are not something that needs to go together, that you can find your own innate sense of spirituality. And I've also found that I would work things through in my head, very analytical. I've got, mm. a, de- I've got a master's degree in science, mm. so I can come from the logic side, but my emotions weren't catching up with the logic. Yeah. I was still feeling things that were like 10 years behind what I had already figured ah. out in my head. So I went to energy healing to help me learn how to manage my emotional body and my light body. And was that before or after you became a therapist? Oh, before. Before, okay. Before, yeah. I went on a remarkable journey where I healed myself. Mm -hmm. And then I took the skills that I got from doing that and applied them through my training in in therapy to figure Ah. out, well, how could I be the therapist that I would have needed when I was in my spiritual ah, crisis. Okay. And, and just out of curiosity, when did that spiritual crisis happen? Like in high school and college? I think it was in around my 20s or so. Yeah, 20s, you know, okay. you end up going to school, going to, you know, to college, coming yeah. out, getting a job and not really having an opportunity to stop and say, well, who am I? Right. And what do I want? Right. And where am I going? And what are my talents? And, you right. know, it's it's like you were talking earlier about working. Yeah. I don't want to live that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But so many of us do just unconsciously. Okay. We're going to take our first break. So when we come back, I want to talk about sort of the the 
the, the, you know, once you became a therapist and how you started to integrate those things together and, and the shamanism aspect when that kind of came in and sort of how that all led you to becoming an author and, and doing what you're doing today. Okay. Sure. Great. Wonderful. And just a quick shout out to uh, all of our wonderful viewers on the Facebook live. We've got plenty of them today because we're recording this at an unusual time. So welcome to Facebook Live. Lee, oh, I'm sorry, I missed one. Lee, Christopher, Dell, David, Camille. Good to see you, Camille. Allison and Elizabeth, uh, our, our fellow uh, uh, talkradio.nyc host. Yes, Elizabeth, this is a Monday special, but will be officially aired on the station uh, later in November. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Did you know you've been playing poker your whole life, even if you've never played a hand of cards? Hi, I'm Ellen Lakin, author of Poker Woman and host of the new show, Poker Divas. On the show, I talk about how poker strategy helps you win in business, life, and love. Tune in live every Thursday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Who do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! (laughs) (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, my guest this hour is Abby Wynn, who's uh, graced us with her presence here in studio, having flown all the way over from Ireland to be in New York to do an event uh, this evening, uh, September 10th, uh, in New York City. Um, so, Abby, uh, you, 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 you kind of discovered sort of energy healing and sort of spirituality and all this stuff. Um, you know, as you were in school and studying, uh, you decided to become a therapist. Any particular reason why? 
Yes, because um, I'm, I'm a fascination. It wasn't so much to help other people, but to learn about how we're made. Ah, okay. So there's a fascination as to how the mind works, fascination to the spirit. And for me, it was about getting a hold of myself and being wow. able to master my emotions, master my reactions. So I did really start it from the point of view of me. Right. And what happened was it spilled out over that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was the kind of person in college before I did any of this work where people would come up to me and tell me all their problems. Uh, and I didn't know what to do with that. Uh, <laughs> but what they would do, because I was an empath, and there's probably a lot of people listening who are also empaths, is dump mm. all of their emotional pain on me and then walk mm. away. They'd feel great. Yeah. And then I'd feel worse. Yeah. So I needed to find a way as well no to manage that. No idea what you're that. talking about at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have so many clients now who get that and I have some really good techniques yeah. that's the thing you see once I once I cleared it for me once I figured it out once I was able to marry all of the aspects together in a certain way that worked I wanted mm-hmm. to share with other people of so course, that's kind of, of how I end up where I am now yeah I mean, it's kind of a very similar story of how I ended up being a healer because I was taking all these healing workshops and seminars for my own you know desire to feel better and my own to do my own work and then one day, one of these workshops, you know, they always pair you up and you practice on somebody else there. And I helped a woman to release a condition she had for since she was six years old. And I was like, oh, all of a sudden the light bulb went on. Like, oh, I like I could actually use this to help somebody else. What a concept. Um, you know, it was funny, though, for me, Sam, was mm-hmm. I did all the workshops. I was going there, going, going here, going there. But it wasn't until I discovered shamanism that the hackles went up on the back of my Uh, neck, the prickles and something opened. It was as if I was carrying a code inside my inner being that uh, activated. Okay, so uh, I want to stop you there because I really want to define our terms because shamanism means different things to different people. That absolutely does. And, and, And just to be clear for our audience, you know, even the word shaman is actually a Siberian word. Um, you know, it's typically associated with like South American or indigenous cultures in Africa, or South America. It's actually a Siberian term. Um, and, and the indigenous cultures usually called what we refer to as the shaman, usually something else, the medicine man, the healer or whatever, the outliers. So how did you come across shamanism? And, and, and you know, you say like it, 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 it sort of ignited something in you energetically. Let's talk a little bit about that. But first, let's talk about just what is shamanism to you and how did you come across it? Well, it's really interesting how you describe shamanism as being a Siberian word because shamanism is something that's over there somewhere. That's Uh, from a different country, different language, different culture and very foreign. And usually when something's like that, it's terrifying. Yeah. uh, So one of my friends, very close friends of mine, told me he was going to go and do shamanism. And my reaction was to vomit because (laughs) I didn't want that anywhere near me. Didn't Uh, want that in my life. But he said, no, I don't care how you feel about this. I'm doing this because I need to do it for me. And I went, uh, okay. So I came to terms with that. Then I thought, well, if he's doing it, I want to know more. uh, And I went and, 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 and did a study and I actually in my final year in my psychotherapy degree wrote a thesis where I brought shamanism into psychotherapy. So it was mm. always in me, even though I didn't know. And now that I look back on it, the emotional response could be because once that activated, I, mm. you know, some part of me knew that my whole life had to change and other uh, part of me wasn't really sure yet. Uh, but for me, shamanism is the stuff that we cannot see, no. but we know. The stuff that we know. And what's really interesting about the way shamanism is sold 
is again, it's over there. You have to go to a workshop, you have yeah. to go to a healer and it's South American medicine or it's Aboriginal medicine right. or it's Siberian medicine. And I didn't get my epiphany with that for mm. several years ah. until I realized that shamanism is me. Mm. Shamanism is in me. It's wherever I am. Mm -hmm. And therefore it's not foreign. Mm. And once I let go of the need to do it, the rules of the workshop of how you do it in the mm. South American way, the mm -hmm. rules of how you do it. I said, no, what are my rules? Mm. And it brings in a sovereignty, which mm. is an independence, which is a, a word that you can hear quite a lot now, which is, mm. you know, choosing to f drive with the top down and <laughs> have your hair go because I'm from Ireland, but I've got, you know, ancestral roots in Russia and as oh, soon as I connected in with some of the different shaman shamanic, you know, m mainstream teachers, mm -hmm. the teachers of the teachers were ones that I felt like I knew in uh, some other lifetime. So I would be at a shamanic workshop and they would give you the instructions and everyone's writing down all their notes. And I'm like, come on already, let's just do this. And I didn't <laughs> need the notes, <laughs> which Interesting. to me is what a healer really is. D did that surprise you? It did. Mm. But now that I understand things so much better, I realize that we are born with this innate skill mm. and it just needs to be woken up in us. And then we need to be able to find our independent way as to how we choose to do it rather mm. than to feel like we need to fit into some other methodology. Mm. So I'll give you an example. I mean, when I was starting as an energy healer, I did Reiki. Right. So Reiki is very popular in Ireland. There's yeah. many, many Reiki teachers. Very popular here too. Level one, level two, level, level three, three. You get yeah. to choose. So I was doing it the long, hard road. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't going to take all three workshops in a weekend. Uh, so I did the first one. I spent some time with that, learned how to use it. And mm. then I decided I wanted a different teacher for my second one. Mm. So I found a different teacher, spent some time, got to use it. And then my third one, I had a third, you know, another different oh, teacher. And okay. it was really interesting because I found that because I spent time in embodiment, mm. I was in a rush to get level one, level two, level three, but I also worked with the energy that I shifted, I changed, something in me changed. Mm. And so I needed to look for a teacher that I felt was ahead of me, mm. would challenge me. Mm. And then I discovered, I'm not going to name names, but that there's also Reiki level four, level five, level six, le level seven, level eight. And it goes all the way up to level 11. I went, oh, I need to have that. And it's like, you know, when you're reading. My, oh. my little girl has a Kindle. Yeah. And if you read for 30 minutes every day, you get a badge. Uh. And if you do it for a month, you get a bigger badge. Oh. So she's on the challenge to collect badges. <laughs> so I was on the challenge to collect Reiki qualifications. <laughs> really? I've only know, I, known Reiki up to level three oh, as yeah, being a master practitioner, though, teacher, There's Sakara Reiki and there's dragon reiki and there's uh, all these different kinds of reiki but this is an egyptian reiki and i uh, thought okay. and it gets to the levels where you just sit there and you get the initiation attunements mm -hmm, you don't mm -hmm. have to sit in a class mm. but then i realized that that was my mind mm. and that my mind wanted the badges and my mind right. wanted the certifications and my heart and my soul was left behind again Mm. And so I had to sit with this and go, well, what is really important? And mm. this is the big leap. Is it what you look like to others or how you feel inside? Uh, are you in alignment? Are you clear? Mm. Are you contained? Or are you always looking for something outside of you? Mm. And it was really interesting because I went to part three 
of three of an advanced shamanic practitioner workshop. Mm-hmm. And one of the students walked up to me, towered over me. Mm-hmm. He looked like somebody in you know, a death metal band. He had oh. all the makeup <laughs> and the long hair and he was quite intimidating. He yeah. towered over me. What are you doing here? This is university for shamans and you haven't even come out of primary school. So I sat up in my chair and I said, well, the universe called me to come and that's enough for me. Uh, And so who had the teaching and who didn't (laughs) coming from mind and coming from body. So Uh, I went there and that was the weekend where I realized that this most spectacular shaman was teaching these incredible methods Mm. from Lake Titicaca. That you could only use the Lake Titicaca black stones Mm -hmm. on a person's body to do a configuration. I'm sitting there going, I'm not getting those stones. And I'm Mm -hmm. from Ireland. What do I have in Ireland? And I realize that the map of my consciousness Mm -hmm. comes from where I'm from. And I have to design that myself. And that was massive. It was as if uh, there was a huge release in me. It was like my wings came out. Yes, I could. They look more like... um, what do you call it? You know, in Sleeping Beauty wings, the 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 bad fairy wings, no, uh, not the good uh, angel. Wings, <laughs> you know, like, I've got my power and strength because I embrace my shadow too, uh, and yes. that's shamanism as well. It's not all mm-hmm. love and light and everything's great. You walk in the shadow. You're not afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my teachers said to me once, "I have the power to kill you, and mm-hmm. I choose not to." And for me, that's the power. That's what shamanism is. The difference between the love and light, the airy fairy, let's all do magic, and then being real, being here. Mm -hmm. And to be able to connect that in with thought processes, thought patterns, the psychology of Mm. who we are, to work together as opposed to try and fit into a system. So that's where I came up with what I do now, which is how to be Uh who you are in an empowered way. Ah, beautiful, beautiful, yeah. And and it's it's really quite interesting. A lot of people sort of in the spiritual worlds I've found in the past were very down on shamanism. They felt all it was about was about gaining personal power and not about spiritual evolution. And I think they kind of missed the point of what you just said, which is, it, yes, it is about personal power, but it's about developing personal power and compassion at the same time. So like, yes, I am power enough to kill you, but because I am compassionate, I choose not to. Well, shamanism is the path of the heart. Yeah. It's the path of the heart, and that gets lost because it's all about how many, you know, how many, what do you call those, the, the baths that I do, and how long can I starve myself, and oh, how much ayahuasca yeah, can I take? I've never <laughs> taken any substance, and I never I want to, ah. because we have that capacity to connect without needing anything mm. to get us there. You know, the drum is my heart. Ah. You know, the rattle, I can use my hands, because, you know, I like Yoda. It's like using the force. I always had this image that if I was walking down the street and somebody collapsed, and I would go, oh, sorry, I can't help you. I need my medicine bag. I need my yeah, wand. I need, yeah, it's, yeah. it's useless. No, right. it needs to be inside of you. Right. Absolutely. And that's Absolutely. where your power comes from. Beautiful. So. Okay. So before we take a quick break, um, uh, shout out to Penny, Deborah, and Christine. Uh, they all kind of say <laughs> hi to Abby hi. from all <laughs> over the place. Um, but if anyone has any questions or comments, please type them into the comment section of the Facebook video and uh, we'll ask this, I'll ask Abby those questions and we'll talk about them. So uh, when we come back, I want to just uh, touch upon the 
Do you have any uh, sort of native Irish shamanism techniques that you use? Don't answer now. Gotta wait. We gotta keep people listening, and uh, and we'll find out more about your books and how the books came about. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we're talking this hour with Abby Wynn, shamanic psychotherapist, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My show airs every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, for those listening right, right, right now on Facebook Live only, uh, it's not 12 noon on Thursday because we're pre-recording. But if you're listening on talkradio.nyc, it is 12 noon on <laughs> Thursday, though I'm not sure what day it is. Um, <laughs> but I just found out that Abby is, is, is really a member of my tribe, Feldman, a nice Jewish girl from Ireland. Of course, you know, Jews make the best shamans, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if you've heard of Itzhak Biri, but he's a nice Israeli Jew who's been doing shamanistic work here in New York City for like 30 years. I've had him on my show a couple of times. Um, but he was like, before it was cool to like be into shamanism, he was into shamanism. So. Oh, very good. We well, I think that the advantage for me of having that as a background, because we, we didn't really practice when I grew up, mm -hmm. but I wasn't conditioned into Irish Catholicism. Ah. So I had a lot less unlearning to do, gotcha, gotcha. which is really interesting to me. So for me, I'm not affiliated to any religion at all. Mm -hmm. And it's possible that there are people on the Facebook Live listening that didn't even know that, ah. that was my background. <laughs> because it's just a, a thing. You don't have to, you know, your badge, your label. Right. You don't have to tell people these things. You just appear as who you are. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, and that's I'm, the thing. I'm the same way, but with the last name of Leibowitz, it's hard to get away <laughs> from it. Um, so having grown up in Ireland and I imagine your family was probably there for at least a couple of generations before you, well, maybe one and a half, one and a half. Okay. <laughs> but, um, uh, what kind of like Irish 
flavor to the, the shamanism or, or your even your energy practice like like how did being located in Ireland uh, affect what you do that's a really really great question because it's only been in the last eight years mm-hmm. that I connected spiritually into Ireland as ah. a home for me Ah. And it's really I mean, come on, it's the home of the fairies and the leprechauns. I never it's a felt very at home anywhere. Place. I think ah. many of us empaths, many of us medicine people mm-hmm. don't feel connected in our families, don't feel connected in the, the place where we live, don't feel connected in community. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have the syndrome where you sit and look out the window as a child waiting for your real parents to come and collect <laughs> you. Sorry, mom, I know you're listening. <laughs> but this is an intrinsic feeling of not uh, belonging. Yeah. And so I had to make the conscious decision that I live in Ireland I want Ireland to be my home and then I realized oh but does she want me Mm. so that was really interesting and so I did a pilgrimage to the land and connected with my heart into the heart of Ireland Uh, and I was just embraced with open arms and it's like we were waiting for you (laughs) where did you go well I have several really special amazing places that Mm -hmm. hold me So when you're talking about what Celtic, you know, type of Mm -hmm. techniques, I don't use techniques, but Uh, I bring the energies through me. And there's a place that you guys might never have heard of. It's called Ishnuk. So again, it's one of those Irish words that when you look at it with your eyes, it's like, how the heck am I supposed to say this? It's U-I-S-N-E-A-C-H. It's Uh Ishnuk. And Ishnuk is in the heart of Ireland. It's in a place called Mullingar. Uh, And it's where the king of the kings would live. Uh, and it's the, the burial place of the goddess and the god of Ireland, Lu and Aru. Oh. And so when I went over the threshold, mm-hmm. and that's really important for anyone listening. I mean, mm-hmm. if you go as a tourist to archaeological sites and they bring you through the site, you know, in the most convenient way, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily the energetic threshold to uh, the way to enter and be reverent. Right. So in Ishnok, they have it set up that when you walk through their actual threshold, the gate, you're walking into the threshold of the energy uh, where the king would be sitting up on the mountain looking down and he would see you and decide if you could come in or not. Uh, and as soon as I stepped over the threshold, I just burst into tears and there's mm, so much love. And it was me opening my door to let Ireland into me. Uh, and just as I had said in, in, in jest there, Ireland had already been waiting for me yeah, to come yeah. and it was about me letting her in and I realized that that's a lot of the work that I do is that people want more love in their lives but Mm. they have the door up yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can't get the love in if you're blocking it out. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I'm going to be looking at tonight in my oh. in my event. It's it's about the choice. It's about feeling held, mm-hmm. and then having the space and the mastery over yourself to say, okay, what is it that I'm really choosing? Mm. And that sounds a lot like Abraham, doesn't it? Yes. What is it that I'm really choosing? Yes, absolutely. But when you're in your mind you don't get the fullness of the consequences and right. the energy of the choices and right. people working it in their mind all the time is right. to bring it into the body and go from the heart. Well, what am I choosing in my heart? Right. And I've also discovered that your gut instinct, your stomach yeah. is really important too. And it's about going down there. So you're asking me about techniques. The technique is to use the fullness of all of mm. the senses that you have in your body to get mm. in there and to be brave enough and courageous enough to feel what you're feeling. Right. And, and to, to clear feel, that. as you said earlier, to feel safe enough to exactly. feel what you're feeling. Because a lot of people who've been 
abused, traumatized, they don't feel safe in their own bodies. So and we go back to what I just said, Sam, mm-hmm. about how you don't might, might not feel held by the people around you. Right. You might not right. feel held by the land around you because you've never connected. Whereas if you right. go and you prostrate yourself on the grass in a place yeah. which is loving and caring and feel that connection and feel like you've got Mother Earth. I mean, mm. she's not called Mother Earth for no reason. <laughs> that Mother Absolutely. Earth will hold you and Father Sky above you. Yeah. Then you can feel held. Yeah. Then you can feel safe. Mm. And then it makes it so much more easy to feel what you're feeling as difficult as that is and let those mm. things pass through you. It's like, you know, John Cabot's in and the mm-hmm. mindfulness that I'm yeah. the mountain and, and, and the, my emotions are weather. But if your mountain is, is, is a little hill mm-hmm. and you don't have deep roots yeah. and your emotions are big thunderstorms, mm-hmm. you can still be overwhelmed. So yeah. it's about that rooting. It's about the growth. It's about the holding. Wow. And wow. Uh, that's the technique that I, I would use. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, so let, let, let's talk about the book you have coming out, Heal Your Inner Wounds. How, how did you decide that, like, oh, I should write a book about this stuff? Oh, yeah. How did I decide to write a book? My God, since I had that in production, I've written another book, which oh. comes out in January as well. Oh, wonderful. So what it is, is I'm rooted and I'm open and it comes through me. Ah. So the first book that I wrote was called How to Be Well. Ah, okay. And that's with Hay House and that's available now. And Mm -hmm. what that is, is looking at you in mm-hmm. your day-to-day life mm-hmm. what's working what's not working and mm. it's, it's a bit like cleaning up the mess do you mm. know like you have an apartment and it's messy and then you feel your life is messy because your apartment's messy right, but right, it's right. actually a reflection of the mess inside of you mm. and so that book helps you tidy up your mess get more in balance mm. so that you learn how to stay in balance and navigate the day-to-day right. so the follow-up to that would be heal your inner wounds uh. because I truly believe you cannot go deep and heal the depth of the pain of the wound of the trauma that you might be carrying if your day-to-day is not working if you're not feeling held in your life so for me those two books together is something that somebody could could use as a manual for how Mm. to live so here's how to be well Mm -hmm. and here's how to heal your wounds Ah. and i wrote them in layers Mm-hmm. so that you go and you get what you need now mm-hmm. and then in six months time you can go back in and get something else from it and yeah, you know, that yeah. kind of thing so a lot of it depends on where you're at at the time so like depend. when you first read it you're in one place and after you read it you kind of work with it process it and then yeah six months a year later you come back and now you're in a different place because you've already you know healed certain parts and now you can go deeper that's it that's it and the difference between the books that i write and other books that i've read Mm -hmm. is that my book says okay let's try this now Mm. and then we have the exercise where you do it Mm. so it's not just telling you what you should do because Mm. i hate that word and i I went through my manuscript on a find you know on word find the word and i deleted all the shoulds Shoulds, yes unless (laughs) they were in conversation between me and a client where the Uh, client was saying i should do this and that's the only should in my uh, book gotcha because I believe that people really want to do this. They mm. really need to do this. They know they want to do that, but they don't know how. Right. And uh, so I provide the how. Yeah. Christina on the live stream says how to be well is a great book. So <laughs> you definitely have a fan there. Um, uh, so can you maybe give us like a little bit of an idea of, of what a session looks like with a client or, or is every session oh like gosh, so you're, completely you're different? describing the next book I'm going to write. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> this is my yeah, idea. See, I channel spirit too. Yeah, I there do it you in go. A way. Yeah, I meet people where they are. Mm. 
And I get a a connection to them energetically. And even if it's over Skype or Zoom, I prefer Zoom. Mm -hmm. When you stop and slow down and say, okay, let's just connect in. It's about those doors. It's like I said, if you let somebody in, you open the door. So they're consciously saying, okay, I don't feel safe to let Abby in. Mm -hmm. So I would say, well, let's just say that we're in a room together. It's surrounded Mm -hmm. by white light. There's just you and me here. Mm -hmm. And we wait till they feel that and feel that connection. And then they open the door. Mm -hmm. Now, the shamanic part is where I feel into Mm -hmm. what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. And as an empath, when mm-hmm. I'm conscious and can do that, most of us can. You can pick up quite a lot of information from the body. Right. But then I want to hear how they're holding it in their mind. Right. So I get people to describe to me what they're thinking, what their biggest problem is, what they'd like to heal, what they like to clear. Mm-hmm. And then we sit with that and see if the energetic aspect of them is in alignment with that too. Mm. And this is the beautiful part because we then journey into their subconscious through imagery Uh. and heal it right there and then. Uh. And so a session could be me and my client holding hands, jumping into their unconscious, into their subconscious, Uh. seeing the landscape there Mm -hmm. and doing some work. Mm. And then we come back in the room, Mm. even if the room is the virtual room across the computer Mm -hmm. and we calm down, we focus, we come in and we go, okay. Let's bring in the psychotherapy. How are you going to change your patterns mm. of your thinking? Because this is done now right. so that you don't recreate it again because you're using the old patterns of thought. Right. So it sounds like you take <clears throat> a very body centered approach, even though you're doing some very deep mind work. Absolutely. Well, our body is a gift. Yes. And our body has the resources that we need to get Mm. through life. And so many of us disassociate from body. We treat our bodies very badly. Mm. You said earlier about not listening to the news. That's Mm. the kind of toxins that we don't even realize we're filling our body with as well. Whereas you could be eating bad food. You know you're eating the bad food. But if you always have the radio on, you always have things going on that are tuned into frequencies Mm. that aren't good. So your body... People don't want to get in there. Mm-hmm. And it goes right back to the beginning where you need to feel safe. Safe, Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, in the, in the work that, that I've done and participated in over the last several years, it's I've really come to appreciate how important it is to feel safe with ourselves and with others. And, and I find most people actually, even though they may think they feel safe with themselves, they really don't. No. Because if we really listen to sort of the mind talk and how we talk to ourselves, like if we talk to our best friend that way, they would not be, stay our friend very long. So. Well, you know, in Ireland, everyone says, how's it, how's it going? How are you doing? And yeah. someone says, grand. You know, and say, okay, but how are you really? Yeah. And what would be really interesting for me when I'm working at the day to day with someone, I say, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how do you think you feel? Mm. And then I bring them into the body. How do you really feel? Yeah. You know, it's like the weather forecast, the, yeah. the, what, what it is and what it feels like. Right. <laughs> you know, you need to get into your body to feel that because right. we've buried all, you know, the, the, the skeletons in the closet, so to speak, and that has an impact yeah. as well as all the toxins that we're carrying, as well yeah. as all of the interactions with our relationships and our soul blueprint, mm. our soul contract and our soul purpose. All mm. of that has an impact on us. Yeah, and absolutely. it's so multi-layered. And that's yeah. why I love it because everybody's different. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. Time for us to take, believe it or not, our last break oh of the show. <laughs> um, so when we come back, we'll, we'll, we'll finish up with a few words and we'll let you know how you can get in touch with Abby and you'll tell people about your event tonight. Um, so everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, we've been talking this hour with Abby Wynn, shamanic psychotherapist, and we'll be right back after these messages. 
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. The best designs for your life start at home. I'm David Thiergartner, interior designer and host of At Home. Listen live Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as we talk to the very best professionals about interior design and the design that's all around us right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth Tripp, your host of Nourish the Soul. Join me to uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to living a healthy life. Join us every Wednesday at my new time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Abby Wynn, uh, Irish shamanic psychotherapist. <laughs> I like to add that in. I love Irish people. You know, I grew up in, a, in the Bronx, and it was a very Irish-Italian-Jewish neighborhood. So uh, I always used to joke around every St. Paddy's Day that I come from a long Irish family of Olibowitzes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, so, Abby, over the years now, like your your practice and what you're doing and, and sort of how you've been able to work with people, it's 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 sort of evolved and changed over the last 10 years. Over that, that journey of, of all this learning and coming and being, what has um, personally impacted you the most about how you've evolved over that time? Wow, that's a great question. <coughs> Excuse me, I've got a tickle in my throat now, so it must uh, be an important question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think what's really coming through right now, <clears throat> excuse me, is the importance of embodiment mm. and how we all need to hold this in our bodies. And as I'm clearing yeah. in my throat for something, yeah. to realize that this is the kind of thing that happens. Like when I'm sitting with a client and they're about to hit an epiphany, you get like a, a fire engine going past or an ambulance <laughs> going past or there's an alarm going off here. And yeah. the real, you know, the clearer that you are, mm-hmm. 
the more it's reflected around you and your surroundings uh, and how you come in flow yeah. so that we're always in motion, always in flow. And that as you clear out the clutter, get your house in order, so mm-hmm. to speak, open the doors and close the doors to the things you don't want, mm-hmm. which is really important that the universe kind of lines itself up to you as well. Mm. So I'm always growing. I'm always searching. I always have mm. questions. I always want to learn. Beautiful. Like the more you know, the more there is to know. Yes, absolutely. And the more you so know, the more you realize you don't you know. Don't There's know. so much more to learn, yeah. And even learning, being with the not knowing yeah, is huge learning. Yeah. And one of, one of my biggest learnings as well, which, you know, is really interesting maybe for your listeners, is that if you don't know why, then you're not seeing the whole pattern because there's mm. a pattern to everything. And maybe just take a step back and go, okay, maybe in two years, maybe in five years, when I look back at this, I'll understand why. Mm. But right now I'm causing myself so much grief and despair trying to understand why Mm -hmm. that I'm not giving myself any energy to heal or Mm. to hold myself through this. So to let go of the why and to just be with the is or the beingness. And again, it's like I've let go of techniques. It's your presence. It's the quality of the presence that you bring. Though you had even said that at the beginning of the show, you know, when you're (laughs) radiating light at the pureness that you can, then that's what you offer the world and that's what you bring with you everywhere. And that's what you can show others that they can do that. So beautiful, beautiful. Uh, I'm curious, do you have any daily sort of spiritual practices or daily practices Mm -hmm. that you do that you find uh, are something you'd like to share with the audience that can maybe help them on a daily basis? Well, it depends what I'm doing and where I'm going, okay. but I really believe that 10 minutes in the morning or half an hour in the morning is not enough. Mm. And for, you know, just like if you ate something that tasted horrible and left fur on your teeth, mm. you would want to <laughs> go and brush your teeth right away, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. wait till tonight when you can, you, you know. So to have that consciousness about how is my energy and mm. what do I need to do now? Mm. So to always be connecting in that way is what I do. But right. then I find. You do need <clears throat> to ground yourself regularly. Right. Like when I came to America on my visit here, I connected with the land here and said, I'm here. Yeah. How do you feel about that? And the land's there. We were waiting yeah. for you, you yeah. know, and getting that connection Yeah, th- th- That was one of the things that one of my old spiritual teachers used to say is like when you come to a new place to sort of ask the spirits of the land of there, it's like ask permission. Is it OK for me to be here? You know, can I can I come sit here, meditate under this tree? You know, even it doesn't matter even if you, you feel like you're getting an answer or not, just to have the humbleness to ask the question um, sort of opens you up to to what can be going on around you. Absolutely. And it opens up the levels of flow and <clears throat> excuse me, and what's been happening more recently. Mm. is that things that are created in the energetic realms Mm -hmm. are embodied that much quicker. They come into form so much quicker. So to connect into all of those realms all the time. But then to have your moments of contemplation. So every couple of weeks, go away for Mm -hmm. half a day or a day somewhere where you feel safe, out of the city, your favorite tree, and just contemplate, which isn't meditating. Mm. It's emptying. Ah, to talk wh- about that more. What do you mean so, by emptying? So it's my ideas of needing to know why, what's going on now, all my plans. Uh, just empty all of that out and say, okay, for the next half a day, I'm just going to be. Mm. And what happens then when you start doing this as a practice is all the reasons why you won't let yourself do that comes up. <laughs> so the first couple times where you say you're going to do this and you try and do it, it's not so good. Right. But you persist and persevere. 
mm. and get through it. And then one day you say, okay, today is my being day yeah. where I'm just going to connect and I'm yeah. just going to empty. And yeah. then you have the most incredible creative ideas come through. Mm. And that's why I believe I can write so many books and yeah. I can, you know, come up with so many new ideas because it's a practice. Right. That right. I would do, yeah. Because after all, we are human beings, <coughs> not That's human doings, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Okay, so one more time for our audience. What are the names of your books and where can people find them? Those well, that are available already? I've got a really great brand new diary coming out. And oh, it's wonderful. called the One Day at a Time Diary. Ah. So you take it one day at a time. 2018 was an Irish bestseller. So ah. 2019 is available now. Make a great gift for anybody the holiday Very season. Good. And you can buy that on my website, mm-hmm, which is abbby-wynne.com, abbywyn.com. A book depository is free shipping anywhere in the world. Mm. Oh, so wonderful. I have that. And then Heal Your Inner Wounds is coming out in April. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've got online classes. Mm. Every month I do a group online clearing session. So oh, it's only wonderful. 10 euros. So that's like $12. Mm-hmm. And you get the replay to download and play over and over again. And wonderful. I also sell the replays on my shop. So come along, look at my website, see what I've got to offer, what you're called to. Right. And and people can contact you through your website? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. We could do one-to-one sessions. And I also offer pure energy healing. Ah, wonderful. Um, so you said you studied Reiki before. Or did you study other energy healing techniques? Yes, I've, I've done quite a few different bits and pieces of those. Right, okay. I think what it did was open the door to me to, to yeah. get the confidence to be able to do it myself. Yeah, You yeah. know, you can... You can have a system that somebody's patented and trademarked and everything, but it's their system. Right. And then their intention is behind their system as well. Whereas when you're coming to a clear, you go, I'll take a bit of this. It's like the buffet table. Bit of this, bit of that, bit of the other. And then to sit in those contemplation days and go, am I missing a piece? Yeah. What might that be? Yeah, I find that that that's what happened with myself as well, that I've studied many different energy healing techniques and they kind of start to meld together and have the, you know, the little Sam spice thrown in so I can't really call them what I learned because they're not really what I learned they're a little different so I had to come up with my own names and so when people see it on my website they're like well what is that and I was like well it's kind of my thing yeah <laughs> you well, so you get it now because that's what I have to do all the time my friend yeah. said to me once she said one day you'll just put your name on a card you won't need to say what right, you do right. because it's inside your name and it's in the essence of who you are oh. and I feel like I'm working towards that anyway. oh, wonderful wonderful okay beautiful well abby i'm fortunately it is the end of the show that was so I, quick yeah doesn't it fly by so i really want to thank you for coming into the studio today it was a real pleasure having you um again your event tonight um uh, which is tonight when i say tonight i mean september 10th because we pre-recorded the show yeah september 10th it's in the the open center mm-hmm. and if yeah. you haven't got a ticket come for about six thirty, and you can get a ticket at the door and it's called choosing love over fear it's going to be all about love and healing, and we're going to do deep healing on the night as well. So. Wonderful, wonderful. And and you will be coming back to New York in the future, yes? I think yes? I'll be coming back to America quite often. Yeah, good, it's, it's, America's good. like, where the heck were you? When yeah. I connected <laughs> to the land, so I go, okay, I'm here. And I have to say, I was in Philadelphia, and I got such a welcome from people ah, there, and they're wonderful. begging to come back to Philadelphia too. Of and course, it's, of course. So yeah, this is the next chapter. <laughs> all right, wonderful, wonderful. Well, I'm glad that... Uh, 
your travels uh, brought you here. And a big thank you, of course, to all of our listeners on talkradio.nyc as well as on Facebook Live. I um, hope you enjoyed the show. Um, and just remember that our show airs live normally every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Thank you all for joining us. I appreciate you all. We'll talk to you next time. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, are you interested in blockchain technologies and cryptocurrencies? Then tune in here on talkradio.nyc with me, David every Friday, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time, as we answer your questions and interview great guests live on Internet Radio on Building the Blockchain, where you can catch the blockchain revolution. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.